Hey guys, welcome back to the season finale of Girls Season 5. I'm Miriam Gonzalez. Stay tuned as we get into all the details of what happened in the season finale. See you in just a moment. You're tuning into the destination for TV super <laughs> fan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. To a girls after show season five for the season finale and we love you baby <laughs> and if it's quite all right we need you baby to warm the lonely, lonely nights <laughs> what a perfect season finale so super excited love frankie valley um i'm miriam gonzalez joining me on the panel tonight to my left kelly hi hi guys spicy Mari. And we are going to break down tonight, or Sunday's episode. Thank you also for patiently waiting till this evening to join us because we did not want to skip a beat and we didn't want to leave anyone out. That's including you guys. Go to iTunes, download us, rate us, tell us what you think. Go onto the YouTube, also comment there. We love hearing what you guys have to say. And tonight's episode, I mean, ladies, these ladies have grown in such a way that. I mean, of course, because now we're a couple days after the episode, seeing all the commentary from Lena Dunham and just here and there, whatever, like in the news and stuff, the characters have grown. I mean, not as much as we would like to see them, but they have <laughs> since the beginning. And we're let's just get into it. I mean, first of all, I love, I love, I love someone who loves love and wants to be in love. And Elijah, first of all, he goes out shopping for the I am the one for you outfit. I yes. loved that. that. I loved was, it. And so I pretty love, woman. You know, he's like, I want to close the deal. And he's like, what does he say? He said to the sales girl, he's like, let's pretty woman this shit. <laughs> yes, he did. And it was, I, I loved his enthusiasm and I loved the fact that he was brave enough to do that because doing what he did and really pouring your heart out and being honest, that open and honest with someone is a very, very scary thing. Yeah. And not very many people have the guts to do that. So, I mean, bravo to him to be able to do that. No guts, you know. no glory. Right. I agree with you 100%, Kelly. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> this is the only time that but. tonight. No, I really do. I thought that I commend him for taking that leap of faith. Because there was a lot of odds against Elijah. Just when you're dealing with the player from the Himalaya and somebody who's used to being in the limelight, <laughs> you're likely to get stomped and your heart broken. And he did take that risk. You know, he went out on a limb. Uh, he went to his place of work, which I don't necessarily recommend that. I think that it should have been, you know, while he wasn't in work focus mode. Yeah. But also, I feel like that was a very, very big gesture clue as to how Elijah's not ready for that yeah well because that goes to show maturity level wise you know as you get older and you kind of experience more things like you'll know better than that right if somebody walked in on set with us while we're doing our girls recap I'd be oh, like yeah no. <laughs> but you know yeah. what for the sake of the show without any risk there is no reward and he had to find out right then and there where his relationship stood because he said to me he goes I don't like how we left things and you know what did he say to him he's like you know I, I, I see you for you 
And I'm not going to be one of those guys, like the guys you keep around who just tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to tell you what that your hair doesn't look good shaved and you don't yeah. look good bald. You know, well, I don't and, and, want yeah. you for your stuff. And I like that he said, don't you want someone that wants you for you? Isn't that, don't you want, you know, a boyfriend? Don't you want to be in love, basically? Yeah. And the answer that he gave was so heartbreaking to hear, but so true. Yeah. Well, he said to him, he goes, you know, if you keep up this way with all these guys surrounding you, you're going to end up with nothing. And mm-hmm. you're a guy who deserves everything. And you see, like, the light bulb click in his head, in mm-hmm. Dill's head. Like, you know what? You're right. I want somebody that I can spend the rest of my life with. And, of course, Elijah starts getting this little glimmer of hope in his eyes. Mm-hmm. And for what? Like He even got a little teary-eyed. Oh. Yeah. Of course I mean, that he did. Was, well, and they both did, really. I well, mean, they both I think got they a, both yeah. came. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. He, I think he thought, you know, it was hitting home with him that he's going to be chosen in that moment. He realizes, you know, gosh, I do have a lot to offer, but just not to you. Yeah, Dill had that Mm -hmm. come to Jesus moment where he's like, exactly that. And then come to find out that he, you know, he says to me, he goes, I do want someone special for me. But it's it's not Elijah. And Elijah's like, why? Who is he? What does he look like? Well, he's tall. He's close to my age. How much taller can you be? You know? And and he says to him, he's like, you know, I want someone that's a little less aimless. And that stings that, like a bee. Yes. But how I real is that? It's true. You know, it was I feel like there was so much truth on both sides of that conversation. And for him to, I mean, he was trying to beat around the bush a little bit. Oh, I don't know what he looks like. Oh, I mean, and like give these kind of vanilla, generic answers. (laughs) Right. But then when he tells the truth, I mean, that was like a gut punch because that is what Elijah is. He doesn't have any direction. (laughs) He doesn't have. (laughs) And also just kind of where he is mentally, just like every one of the girls, he thinks he's on this level that he's not on. Yeah, I think that to me is a little surprising too. Like, can't you just tell you're one of the toys? Because what would that say about, his name is Dill, right? Mm -hmm. What would that say about Dill to choose you? You know, and I tell people all the time, you're dating at the level of your Mm self-esteem. And so... Elijah was just, you know, a good time to him, you know, in the meantime, until the right one comes along. But Elijah was Mm -hmm. never the one. And I predicted that he was going to stomp all over his heart. (laughs) I was hopeful. I really wanted him. I wanted it to work out. Maybe I was hoping that Dill would motivate him to get a job. But it it obviously became where he was going to, you know, kind of ride the coattails, so to speak. But I, I still think it was such a great experience for him and for that character and I still don't think it was bad and I don't necessarily think that he stomped on his heart in such a negative way I think that he did it in such an eye-opening way and I hope that Elijah can take that for what it is after the initial mourning period is done well we see that he's definitely in a big mourning period (laughs) where he's knocking on Hannah's door (laughs) now we're going so you guys you guys follow we're going to go from one episode to the other by character and so we find Fast forward a little in Elijah's character, and we see that, you know, 
he comes knocking on the door. Hannah opened the door. I need to wash my genitals. And <laughs> no, but what? Oh, right, right. I need to wash my genitals and come to find that her dad, Tad, answers the phone, mm-hmm. uh, answers the door. And he he looks at him. Tad's like, dude, have you slept in in days? He's like, no, not in like three, not since Wednesday. Well, it's Saturday. <laughs> come on, you know what I mean? So he's really going through this emotional thing. And he said to you know, as they're having this conversation, him and Tad talking about how Tad is settling, and Elijah doesn't want to settle. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you know, you know, maybe your best just isn't good enough. And it's just him saying that as like he's reflecting off a tad on right. his own mm-hmm. stuff. to himself. I love how he mm-hmm. says to me, he's like, I need, to, I need your bosom. Let me just snuggle with you. <laughs> like, yeah. he's such a little Meshuggah. I just want to like hug him and hold him and let yeah. him cry, you know. But, you know, he goes and he, he says, I just want to be happy. And he feels like he wants to give up. And that's such a crappy place to be. Absolutely. Well, okay, but we have to remember too the the reason that it's it's cute, it's adorable. Elijah has fallen for this guy who's way out of his league, but it's also very immature of him and he has delusions of grandeur to think that he was would be an amazing partner for Dill. So if he's heartbroken, and this is me, you know, just keeping it 100, if he's heartbroken, <laughs> it is because he put himself in that situation where, you know, he thought that this was magical and that he was the one or the exception to the rule. And well, because once when you're again, that's not the case. Everyone thinks they're the exception to the rule. When you're in your early 20s and you think that you know, or nothing, nothing can hurt you. <laughs> it's, it's, I feel like when you're in that invincible stage, which, you know, most of you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. And I say that, that, you know, you are Super just mean. like, exactly. <laughs> and you can do no wrong right. and every, you, you're just the smartest person in the room and you know better than everyone. And, you know, you feel like you are at that level when you're not. I mean, think about it. What was Elijah really going to offer this guy? Exactly. Right. He has nothing to bring to the table aside from sex. Nothing. I ordered takeout. <laughs> like what? I mean, he probably couldn't even do that right because well. that, that would have meant he was somebody's assistant at one point. Tell us what you guys think. Go on to iTunes, download us, rate us, comment. Also, go on to the YouTube link, which you are watching live now here on AfterBuzz TV. Uh, tweet at us at AfterBuzz. You can also tweet at me, Miriam El Gonzalez. Kelly079 and Spicy Mari. Use our hashtag GirlsAfterBuzzTV. Hashtag it. Hashtag. So we have Shoshana and Ray and the coffee shop. Shoshana comes back from Japan. Now she's trying to reconnect with her friends. And she walks in, and of course, Ray is so elated to hear it. I see know. Her. I, I love his excitement. So Were you guys cute. not like yes. excited about Ray's excitement to see his ex girlfriend? He's I like, You're <laughs> so grown up. Well, because before, after they broke up and he was banging Marnie, they had that whole campaign thing going for the city where he, yeah. he's an elected official. Yeah. And she really helped you know, push him in that direction in such a positive way. So they left off on a positive note. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They weren't like, you're banging my friend. You know what I mean? So we have her walking into the coffee shop, and she's like, dude, are you guys closed? And, you know, he goes to explain to her that the, the um, what do they call it? A symbol across the street. The hipster place, the, the hipster, hipster oh, coffee yeah, place, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hectiva or whatever. No, oh, it's a oh, font. Helvetica. It's a font. <laughs> the font is taking over. Helvetica. That's funny. <laughs> I couldn't get it right. That's okay. Um, I think that's right. No, that is right. It is right. right. No, it is right. It, it is right. And so, you know, he's like, we're being outpaced by the neo-hippie gender-neutral monsters across the street. <laughs> and, you know... 
Shoshana's like, dude, this is wartime attitude. You need to I love her confidence. Ask for yes. help. You need to ask for help. She's like, I haven't been sitting in Japan, you know, eating like making organic that tastes like candy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have a degree in marketing, okay? This yeah. is what I do. Let right. me help you. Yeah, she's like, this is my area of expertise, and I went to mother effing college for it, okay? <laughs> mother effing. Um, can we talk about her Pink Panther outfit Dude, when she went to I... go scope out the competition? I love that she went in character, though. Like, that's how you know this is, like, serious business. Yes. She's scoping the competition, and people are looking at her like, what is she doing? Because clearly she doesn't belong there. But then I love how everyone behind, or um, the, what is it, the manager, the, the owner, yeah. the people who work there, start chiming in like, oh, let me give you some words. Well, yeah. I, love, I love her reason for being there. I'm I'm working on a poem of just found words. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, looking for words. And they're like, greenery, <laughs> silence, and champion, like, There cat. are no rules. And they're like, <laughs> He's like, yes. I can't top that. It's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. I'm like, what are you writing? A haiku? I hate those. They make no sense. <laughs> there are rules, Miriam. There are rules to they the world. They right into show she's Strike the rules. So, you know, she goes back to um, back to the coffee shop and she says to, <clears throat> to Hermie and to Ray, like, look, this place across the street, I don't feel comfortable, comfortable with it. It is like <clears throat> a Manson family in the making. <laughs> She's so outrageous. I love her. Do you not love Shoshana? Like, she's grown so much, but she's hysterical. You know, it's very massive. She's like, you know, we need to do the opposite of what they're doing. We need to get people who have jobs to we come need to in. appeal yes. to people with jobs. I'm like, yes. What are they doing? Like, free coffee across the way? No, you want people that are going to pay but for But it was, like, very hipster, yeah. like, culty trend. You know, like, just, yeah. like, ant. I don't know, like... I don't know how to describe it other than hipster. I mean, they're like part of move, the movements and, you know, they're free spirited. Emo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're very emo and like, I don't know. Peace and love. And yeah. I, you know, I love how like, you know, they go back and they show Shoshana coming back to Hermie and he's, she's so excited. She's like, oh my God, I got the New York Times. They're going to do an interview. And he's like, dude, you've got to dial it back. <laughs> She is intense. intense. And and she is intense, but you know, that's her excitement when she's putting all of her energy into something. She makes Mm -hmm. it work. And he she's like, Are you firing? He's like, No, dude. We made in one week what we would make in five months. That just goes to show the clientele. And I love how like the guy with the man bun, dude, I'm sorry. (laughs) I mean, hot guys, regular guys, any guy, man bun. I don't look good with a fucking bun on my head. <laughs> Pardon my language. But, you know what I mean? Like, you know, the, the messy... Yeah. yeah. No, like, I, I'm now, you know, living that beach life, and all I see are man buns everywhere. I can't get down That's with hilarious. it. That's yeah, hilarious. I, mean, I mean, it's fine, like, when you're home, but I won't dare walk out in public like that. And I'm a lady But I like boobs. how they had I, signs. I think it's cute. I like how they had signs in the store we that were, like, no man hair. buns. <laughs> well, no, if it's down, yes. But the man bun, he's got a scrunchie bigger than mine. Well, her me felt her pain and was like, man bun, no, get out. out. <laughs> and I love her reaction. She's like, look, we can't turn people away. We just have to stare at them, make them uncomfortable, and bully <laughs> them until they leave. <laughs> you know, like, her, her strategy is good. I mean, I would feel uncomfortable if I was wearing Juicy across my ass and I'm sitting in a place where everyone's in a freaking suit. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't they have a sign that said, like, trust the government? Or yes. Something? I was yes. like, it's 
complete opposite of the, the Helvetica across the street. It was, yeah, <laughs> all mar- the signage and stuff was yeah, hilarious. But her marketing actually did work. Yeah. And, and, you know, I love how he says, he goes, no no people with p- tattoos unless they were in the war. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And he goes, my favorite line is, we're taking the night back. Are you with me? For the regular people. <laughs> if you're not with me, you're against me. She's like, oh, let's save all those lines. <laughs> yeah, for exactly. the interview. For the interview. You know, and, and I love that she's turning everything around for for Ray and for Hermie. Mm-hmm. And then we see that Ray, first of all, Marnie in that sex dream. Hello. <laughs> How is she going to have an erotic dream about brushing Ray's non-existent it's a love long dream. <laughs> a love dream. Okay. That may be her child. <laughs> I like how Elijah says to her, "So you're Who's your daughter." I'm getting, I'm getting him ready for school. <laughs> and she's like, exactly that. You know, I mean, she's just so twisted. Um, but a dream's a dream. They're always messy. I, I take melatonin. My dreams are vivid <laughs> and wacky, and I no, love and, them. No, but dreams feel very real. When you wake up, it feels like, oh my yes. god, did I just experience that? So I'm with Marnie on this like love wet dream because I feel like I have a lot of those. <laughs> So, <laughs> no, like, I will wake up like, did we do it? Because it really felt like we did it. And my boyfriend's like, no, but that means you owe me one now. <laughs> yeah, if anything, I'm glad it was about me. <laughs> but no, but, but that's what Marnie experienced, though. Like, mm-hmm. it was that erotic for her. And I really, I, I believe that it, like, set on her. Like, you know, like, she just, it was on her mind you know, that entire time. And I think it was a manifestation of something in her subconscious that she really wants that she's been denying. Yeah. And, you know, she goes and she shows up at at Bray's door and, you know, she's like, I know I should be alone. You know, her online therapist and stuff. (laughs) And she's like, I like how she just randomly says, I want to brush your hair. And then they start making out. She's like, it can't be you. It can't be you. Yeah, it's him, honey. (laughs) Why? Why couldn't it be him? But why... Are we okay that it is him? Because of the whole best friend sleep, like friends sleeping with friends, boyfriends, and all of that. I really want to know, and people, please help me understand <laughs> why there is no outrage for this scenario. Them being in love all of a sudden now, and the whole Jessa Adam thing is everybody's mad about it. So well, the, the, okay, so so Marnie and Ray is still wrong on all accords. There, it is no, it's okay on this relationship no. and not mm-hmm. on the Jessa and Hannah situation. It, wrong is wrong. Don't fuck with your best friends, you know, ex-boyfriends or their current boyfriends. Just don't do it. But if you're going to do it, you need to be upfront and talk about it with your friend. And the reason why it's okay that we're seeing this go on now is because they've already had a discussion about it. So now we can begin to forgive because you've already addressed it. Like, Marnie and Shoshana have already discussed it. Ray and them have discussed it. So it's out there. Yeah, but that, again, There's it no was hard... after the fact in the same way that it's happening with Jessica. No, it was wrong when it happened. Yeah. And I was infuriated when it happened. But <laughs> now I can move past it and forgive. Because they're not they tiptoeing around it like mm-hmm. Jessa and Adam acting awkward and avoiding people. It's out in the open. No, they just unfriended Hannah. Where they, they were at least like, okay, we made a mistake, but it doesn't take away our love from you. They were like, oh, in addition, we don't like you anymore, Hannah. So, you know, we, it's completely different. All right, mm-hmm. ladies, let's not jump too far mm-hmm. ahead because we will definitely get into Hannah and Adam and Justin. Just oh, yeah, we're not going there yet. No, we're just no, talking no, about yeah, Let's yeah. go back no, to, to so Marnie, Marnie and Marnie Ray. Marnie and Ray. And you know what? You're right. 
Why is this acceptable? And you know what? It's not acceptable. And the reason why I say it's not acceptable is because we know that Marnie is going to have another come to Jesus moment and feel like she's way too good for because him. Because Marnie and she can't does. be alone. She thinks that she's too good for Ray. And I think yes. that's why she was like, it can't be you. Because I mean, she what she's really saying him, is, but you're not on my level. Right. And she's asking him to be her assistant. I need somebody to give my, make sure I have my vitamin, my coconut water and my count my vitamins out. But that's and, just not because like, it's Ray. It's She would do that to anybody that she was in a relationship with because she's very self-centered. I think that she thinks mm-hmm. everything revolves around her. Yeah. Even I, if it was her it was her ex-boyfriend and I mean she no matter who I mean, it is, I don't she would know, do that. Because I can't imagine Desi was doing that. And well I'll see the I'll well, say No, this. Desi would be asking for the tissue to cry out. Like Desi <laughs> But was that's the what I'm w- saying. Weak. Like I don't know, I don't necessarily know if I believe that it would have been anyone. Well I think that she thinks that she can kind of be the boss with her relationship with Ray. And and you know what? Because she first of all, she's she's asking Ray to do this because one, like you said, she doesn't want to be alone. Two, it's the fact that, you know, here Desi is with Tanda. Right. She has ulterior motives. And, yeah. You know, it's like, I need someone in my corner too who's gonna dote over me. Mm-hmm. And she knows that Ray will. And the minute she asks him to stop his life during puller, pillow talk, first of all, she's like, I can't she, did you come? No, I didn't come. I can't come unless I'm angry with someone. So she she can come with freaking She's Desi. She's on that. Yeah. But She's she, she won't do it with somebody therapist. who truly loves her. And he's willing to stop his entire life to pretty much, like you said, bring her coconut water. <laughs> I just want to smack those kids. And regular water, but Ray too. Has been, Ray has been fantasizing about Marnie choosing him forever. So now his dreams are coming true. Yeah. So he and he's is, just going to be a sucker to do well, all Well, he is getting an opportunity, she's... though, to finally be with this imaginary, you know, person in his mind that he has created Marnie to be. Like, he has seen himself in a relationship with her, and he's always hope you know, hope that he mm-hmm. would be chosen. So now he can bring that to fruition by going with her. Yeah. And then he can experience disappointment for himself. Mm-hmm. But Absolutely. you have to at least try. Just like we let Elijah get, you know, his, you know, speech course, out there. Absolutely. You know, we gotta let Ray learn from his mistakes as well. Well, mm-hmm. you know, we see that prior to them, you know, having their moment that, you know, Mar- Marnie goes and meets up with Desi to like, you know, let's just let's just keep focused on our music. Let's <laughs> can we not not talk to each other when we're not singing? Like we have to travel. They're opening for the Lumineers, mm-hmm. which I love how Ray's like. I thought that was just like a light bulb or something. <laughs> oh um, yeah, it was dental. <laughs> oh, that's right, <laughs> dental dental stuff. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm off. Um, it's late. So anyhow, but you know, we see that you know. That, I think, also was another reason why she went and approached Ray. So now we have her and Ray on the tour. Desi's got groupies with their, what was the name of the website? The Desi something. The pink-haired chick. Yeah. You know, and like, oh, we'll follow up with that interview later, this, that. Yeah, the quote-unquote interview. Yeah. (laughs) Interview. Right. And so, exactly. We're We're making very naughty gestures over here for those of you listening on iTunes. And you know what? It's girls. We've seen boobs, we've seen vag, and we saw vag tonight. Oh, we did see vag. Um, You know, and and so, so anyhow, we, we have them about to go in and... Ray, of course, goes to extend the olive branch to Desi and like, hey, let's go out for uh, a tea or a sparkling water. Oh, I don't drink that stuff. 
what does he think sparkling water is booze (laughs) he's like let's just try to be cordial let's you know let's figure this out you know and i like that he was the bigger man because he ultimately Mm -hmm. wasn't happy and he was also the i mean um ray was the bigger man at the wedding when destiny was having his freak out absolutely and he usually is because i feel like ray is one of the most level-headed ones that we see i mean he definitely had a lot of issues like early on and i think the interesting thing about his relationship with shoshana was that it was it reminds me a little bit of the whole dill and elijah thing but in reverse Mm. because even though shoshana was younger i feel like she did wonders for him yeah just kind of with her drive and her ambition and all of that it kind of woke him up a little bit when that relationship ended and i kind of want to see that for elijah but i love that he but he usually does he ray is usually the one that has kind of that more you know straightforward open and honest whether it's nice or not he doesn't care he just kind of says what he says yeah and i've always liked that about him how about um old girl not coming um what's the dreads the beautiful dreads oh yeah her dad died Yes. She had a death in the family. So that's why she wasn't there, which left Desi open to get Ed. Apparently. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Desi is just awful, you know? And I, and I, we knew that when we first met him. Yeah. And I think Marnie's now He's, like, back to that. his old ways, yeah. though. You know, the moment he's divorced, he got another girl, and then, you know, she couldn't make it. So now he also cannot be alone. Technically, they're no. still not divorced. Right. And then, well, you know, where was Tanda's hiding, you know, while he was married? You know what I mean? Like, we don't know what he was doing before, you know, when he wasn't having his temper tantrums at home. I do like that (laughs) she came and interrupted his and Marnie's moment. His eight, the eight minutes. The eight eight minutes. I actually like that she did that. She kind of laid the smack down, you know, and kind of showing Marnie, look, I have him. I'm in control of this situation. And so I said it once, <laughs> I said it twice, and I will say it again. The man is a poon. He okay. He but is also, a poon. I don't feel like I personally didn't like that. Only because I, I feel like when you, I want a man who's when, a man, right? But but also when you're From a woman, woman, to woman, but but her being a woman versus Marnie still being kind of a girl, I, I feel like that was way unnecessary. She was trying a little bit too hard to kind of lay claim when it's not necessary. Well, and I felt like it was a little bit desperate. To, just like men pump their chests, I think every now and then women have to also. To right, kind of but let Marnie's them know, the one like, divorcing him. There is nothing to pump your chest about. She like she's not, but she knows like clearly Marnie feels a certain type of way about her being in the picture mm-hmm. and so i think part of her role was to get marnie jealous not so much i don't think that she's in love with desi or anything like that no but that's um, that whole woman comp you know but what i mean i appreciate I just... that marnie didn't argue with her no she absolutely. was like eight minutes is up marnie cool. was like okay see you later and that was very much on marnie's part because yeah. if that would have been me i would well, let me said, tell you something yeah well, marnie <laughs> said everything she had to say it was like look let's be professional this is our music career stop being mm-hmm. a poon <laughs> And just like, let's get with the program. Hashtag I need poon. to use that word later on tonight. Poon. I love it. It's fantastic. How do you have a poon? <laughs> Is that P O O N? Poon? I think with an E maybe at the end. I don't okay. even know. Poon. I just say it. Anyhow, it, tell us what you guys think. I know I'm just out of control sometimes. I love Does that poon word. Poon have an E at the end. Let us know. <laughs> go to iTunes, download us, rate us, go to this YouTube, comment, uh, tell us what you think, tweet at us. So, speaking of not so level-headed people, and I like, first of all, I did not expect what happened to happen between Jess and Adam, but we see that in the first, you know, first of all, 
you know, Hannah's hanging out with uh, with Tally, and they walk in, and I like how she calls her sir and, and madam, <laughs> and then they just start laughing at her. But we, we fast forward a pinch to seeing, like, um, Jessa feeding the baby. And, yeah, she's putting a little too much on the spoon, but Adam just has this whole, like, micromanaging kind of moment. Yeah, what's wrong with him? Well, think about it. I mean, he's just, I think he's frustrated at the fact that Jessa can't be a grown-up or... or can't do in his mind do anything right well she's not she's not taking into consideration the other side of that spoon well the funny thing is this so of course she says to him i youtube videos about babies but someone brought up a very interesting fact in previous seasons she was a freaking nanny to older kids oh yeah we don't know that it was always to older children yeah, well, I mean, she Didn't had she only drug been... the old lady that she was taking care of. No, no, no. she was a nanny. No, nanny. she was a nanny with the no, kids. Remember saying... when she almost had the affair with anybody the father? she's ever had to take care of has died. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> except for the two almost. kids, almost died. Okay, almost died. <laughs> almost I'm just saying, died. like, she doesn't have a good track record. No, the girl can't no, keep I a did plan. see that comment too, but I don't think it was ever with small children. I think it was like you know, like it, it was kids, but not they babies. babies. They weren't babies. But, and did I she mean, sleep with the husband of who she was? I think she was going to. She was going yeah, to. Okay. Yeah. It, it, was a, it was weird. It got weird. But, you know, in the process of that, of course, he takes away the spoon and starts feeding the baby, you know, the the proper amount. And she's like, you know what? She brings up Hannah. Why don't you call Hannah? Hannah loves babies. And, of course, he flips his lid. He's like, why do you have to bring her up? Mm-hmm. This, that, and whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, you know, to break up that moment, Lar- Laird comes and... Lard. <laughs> <laughs> Laird comes to pick up La- yeah, sample. sample. And, and I love how Adam, he's like... Having this very like dad moment, he's like, "Look at me, look at me." Are you like he? He wants to make sure he's not on drugs. Yeah, yeah. because mm-hmm. his traffic, his him and and Caroline's track record with drugs and and cuckoo ness is mm-hmm. on the table. Well, and he, that's his, you know, that's his family. He cares about that baby, and he wants to make sure that the baby's okay. Of course, and that's why he's overprotective too yeah. with Jessa and all that because he has more investment in it than she does. And I mean, to her, it's just this kid that she's having to take care of because her boyfriend's asking her to. She doesn't really care. No, and you know, it's so funny. Uh, after, of course, Laird picks up the baby, she's like, now let's do something fun finally. And that let you know yeah. her true spirit. Because yeah. seriously, when you're in a relationship, had that been Elijah and Dill, Elijah would have been pretending like, oh, this is my child. You know, Elijah would have been all, and I'm just saying, when you really like someone, like when yes. you're really invested in them, yeah. you start foreseeing a future with them and how it would be having kids with them. And you start taking their relatives as your own. And she was not doing that at all. Well, because she can't imagine anyone being more important than herself. Mm. And I think that's what Adam was realizing. Mm. And then that's when we start to see them both just releasing and unloading, you know, all these things that they've been feeling. I mean, they went mm. nuts. First of all, we will start from the beginning of that fight because it starts with Hannah. And the fact is, is that, you know, there's a resentment now between Jessa against Adam. And I mean, there's a resentment with both of them. Why you can't Mm -hmm. sleep with your best friend's man. No, it's like, and she's... she's, But it's all in her own head, though. It's not Adam's fault. And I hate that she said that. She starts out screaming, I will never forgive you. You don't understand. This is my dearest friend. Well, if it's your dearest friend, why are you in the situation? Well, Well, Adam is a reflection of her, though. Right, but it was... was, it was such a cowardly her conversation, evil. I feel, from her end. Well, the, 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 Always somebody else's fault. The truth of the matter is, is that we all have choices. And that was her choice to go in that direction. Mm-hmm. We saw that there were many opportunities where she could resist it. But she let her pants dictate her, and so did he. And so now they have this 
And it's funny because, like, I was not funny, but, you know, I was watching Lena Dunham doing commentary on these specific relationships and how they've grown. And she said it's not that this is an end for them. Um, this is just their relationship coming to another level. Right. Mm-hmm. And we, of course, we have season six coming up. Um, and we will see how these, these characters evolve and if they can actually truly make it. Because it's like, you know, she says to him, Hannah is my dearest friend. And even though we're not talking right now, she will always come first. And even Hannah said, she says, you know, I love them both, but I don't, and they're both the same. I don't know which one to warn about the other. Right. Yeah. And that's a really good point. And you said that you were watching the, um, you know, after takeouts or whatever with Lena. She also brought up the point that, you know, Adam and Jess are very similar. Like, they're mm-hmm. these, you know, neurotic, crazy people. But who they are in their normal, everyday, lovey-dovey life is exactly who they are when they're upset or angry as well. And that came to light as well. We got to see, like, gosh, you both are really, really crazy. Oh, they're when their shit. fight <laughs> escalated and stuff started getting thrown and they started getting physical with each other, I mean, that's uh-huh. when you know it's over the top. He almost threw, he was going to throw a bike at her. Forget the bike. He punched the door. I mean, well, and I love that he says, you know, I'm sorry if I scared you. She's like, you didn't scare me. That was just a unnecessary thing to do. That was you should have just been like, where's Johnny? Like, I thought it was going to be, like, that's what I thought was coming next. Like, he, he showed us his crazy side. I mean, I was waiting for the baby to say red rum. Like, it was, it was that, it was, it, it was that yeah. bad. Like, I would have, I'm yeah. surprised Jessa didn't call the cops. But her argument, too, like I said, it just really irks me because Hannah does not come first. And that's such a stupid thing to say, even have that come out of your mouth. Because if your friend really came first, you wouldn't be in that relationship in the first place. So that's utter BS. Like, I can't. Neither of them know how to hold down healthy relationships. Adam doesn't and Jessa doesn't. No, it's it's literal. If you're a dysfunctional person, if all you've seen in your life is dysfunctional relationships, guess what you're going to have with your lover, with your friends? That's all Jessa knows how to do. She has never had a healthy relationship. It's funny when you say dysfunctional because we have Fran and Hannah breaking up and her pushing him to move out. And, or I to will get pay out of for an place. Uber for you to get your <laughs> shit out oh of my, here. Hannah, Hannah is hardcore. I was like, damn. But he says to her, he goes, you don't even know what a healthy relationship is. She goes, you know what? You're right. That's the, First yeah. of all, that was the most she doesn't. adult I have seen her in a breakup without losing her shit. Because he was losing his, and she was just like, I don't understand why you can't She's just like, let this go. like, you don't even like me. <laughs> and that's <laughs> the truth. He doesn't like no, her. He doesn't. And I don't even think he loves her. I just don't think that he likes to be rejected. It's more about his ego than it right. is actually wanting to be with this person and serve and love her. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, with them breaking up, you know, and, and I love how he says, you're going to re- regret this so hard. <laughs> She's like, I probably will. <laughs> I mean, because it's like when you shut somebody down and you agree with them, yeah. what do they have to say after that? <laughs> All they do is like fume like, uh, inside. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> and I love, she's like, I will happily pay for an Uber for you to come and get to take you and your things back to your home. You need to go. <laughs> get out of my apartment. Yeah, and and it's at this point that she realizes, of course, she she can't face him again, and she realizes she doesn't love her job. She goes and she quits her job, and I love yeah. her interaction with Principal Toby, and you know, he, he, she's like. You know, right now I'm, I'm like channeling the signals and I'm open to those signals. If I, I can't be open to those signals if I am tuned into another song. And I think because when she spent time with Tally, um, which, you know, before this is before she even runs into Tally, mm-hmm. that she realizes that this isn't the path that she wants to take. She's not a square. Mm-hmm. She's a creative. She's lost herself in the 
Mm-hmm. This is what I should be doing phase of her life. And it's time to move on. And I love how Principal Toby's like, you know, we're really going to, like, we're going to miss you kind of yeah. thing. You've been really an eye-opening experience. <laughs> yeah. And, um... Uh, she's leaving her job, finally, which, you know, her attire. We always love your outfits. <laughs> oh, my God. What was she wearing? Oh, my what God. What is she ever wearing? No, but that has to be, like, just one of the worst outfits that she has worn. I that was and the fishnet really shocked. shirt. I think it's, a, it's up there with that give one. Give a shit. But, no, and I love that her character is fully committed. Like, Lena Dunham, like, she, you can't, I don't know how she created Hannah, but Hannah is a just full out um, weirdo. And so, you know, and she she sticks to that character no matter what she does, if it's eating, if it's her hair, if it's her wardrobe, if it's her relationships. I mm-hmm. mean, she is, she's fully committed to that. And that outfit definitely proved that. Yeah. Well, you know, as she's leaving, she runs into Tally, which Tally was like her arch nemesis. When Tally had her book signing, and I mean, she hated her. And, you know, Tally's like, hey, you know, they're like doing this mild catch up and how she left her cabin and, and like she just wants to murder people. <laughs> and uh, she's like, hey, do you want to hang out? And Hannah's like, sure, you know, I don't have to do anything till Thanksgiving. She's like, well, I'm good till 3 a.m. You know? And I think that was probably one of the best choices she's made to be able to do that and just kind of spend time with someone outside of that crazy yeah, circle that she that. that she was in because I just feel like it did so much for her. And we also saw it during their whole time together how much she opened up about real things and yeah. had real stuff to say and I and she just admitted that to was jealousy yeah. that's a very big well, like step for yeah. when they're having lunch you know she she goes on to saying she says she tells Tally she's like look you know I haven't been writing like at all not and, even to do list at yeah, all yeah and she's like what did Tally say she goes you did an identity switcheroo <laughs> like, <laughs> that's so brave <laughs> I love how comforting she was to her. She, though. Yeah, it she was, was almost like a. She was instantly turned into a real friend. Something I don't think that Hannah has been used to. No, she didn't criticize her. She mm-hmm. honestly was like, "That's you know, that's very brave that's of you." And I, you know, I salute you for that choice that you made and sticking to it. And I loved every reaction she had. She was almost accepting of everything. Of every, that's she a was good supportive point. of yeah. everything, which I think kind of threw Hannah for a loop a little bit. And that's why I think she was able to just kind of be so honest. Because if that was yeah. show, she would have been like, "Hannah, you can't." that like. yeah of course there's always judgmental <laughs> crap going and on and marnie would have been friendship. super critical yeah. jessa would have been tuning out and she had somebody Very that was true. attentive and supportive and on her side yeah i mean down to the you know mimi rose kind of yeah i mean just on her side all the way through and i feel that like she let her guard down she didn't feel self-conscious about hearing anybody else's you know shit and she just kind of was open and like this is how i feel about life right now it was refreshing and you know they wind up leaving lunch and and walking and of course they have like the bike that's outside the hot dog <laughs> oh place. my gosh and and i love how tally's like this is a sign i'm so not somebody about to say that but this is totally a sign like a sign that i steal the bike yes yeah, steal the bike if I you mean, know what i'm thinking you know it's real <laughs> you know and and i like how hannah decides to steal the bike and of course, that guy coming out, she's like, I'm going to ride into the future. Oh, God. I feel bad for the biker. I'm like, Dang That's it. what happens when you don't lock your stuff. Thank yeah, you. that's bad karma. She's going to get something stolen from her. She did get something stolen from her. Her boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Well, she's going to get something stolen again for stealing that bike. 
Carmen's a bitch. But, you know, they wind up in front of Hannah's place, and, and Hannah's like, all right, this is me. Like, she's ready to be done with the day. And Tally's like, dude, do you want to smoke a fatty J? <laughs> By the way, happy 420, everyone. Oh, yeah, 420. Happy 420, everyone. I don't smoke, but you know what? For y'all that do. Um, and, and, you know, they wind up smoking this fatty, and they start reflecting on life. And we see that Tally is not the person that she created herself to be I for love people that. to see. Yes, She's yeah. like, she goes, I wake up every day and I Google myself. It's so gross. That's all I have, you know? And and it's it's like, you know, as a, as a first of all, the, Hannah and her start talking about all of her accomplishments, the books that she's written, the poetry, mm-hmm. the fact that she's got this book of essays coming out, which is stressing the crap out of Tally right. because all she does is Google herself. She's not doing anything. <laughs> she hasn't had any social interaction in 17 months. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now she's realized that she's created this monster that she just can't keep up with. Right. Yeah. In, in the public. I mean, she's got to Google herself to see if Radar or the Financial Times or, you know, the New York (laughs) Book Review has even said anything about her. And that's just a sad place to be. Mm -hmm. And I think think it speaks to this generation, though. It does. It, it does just the image creation from social media and everything. Just how mm-hmm. you know we're putting all these images out there. We're we're really a generation that is obsessed with seeing ourselves or you know having the world see us. Oh no, the, it's it's I first of all to all y'all that do this on Facebook and on social media to each his own. But your life is not that fabulous. <laughs> you know it's you got a parking ticket. It's the selfie generation. It's the selfie generation. So where everything's, you know, everything is set to, you know, it's filters. It's all these illusions to make your life seem to look more so amazing, amazing. Yeah. And, and, I'm working you know. out okay so you did today but what did you do the last three weeks <laughs> but nobody posts their hardships no and I think that's and the ones that do I'm like oh honey <laughs> don't go the there I don't want to read those like your dog died on Facebook <laughs> but, but for her to admit that she checks these things in order to you know be reminded of you know who she is because she doesn't know who she is it's just something that she created this mm-hmm. character I thought that was very real because yeah. we see that all the time yeah. no and then she goes to say to Hannah because Hannah's you know she's like I haven't written all this kind of stuff and Hannah and she says to Hannah she's like but you're living your truth which is like a, a light bulb for Hannah like oh wait a second I can I've had all these interesting things happen in my mm-hmm. life and now I can write about it. It's the one thing that we hoped from season yes. one that she would start doing. Girl, you're <laughs> living your life. And I remember having this actual debate about it in yeah. the very beginning when she was at, you know, working for the magazine and she was doing the advertorials and she was trying to come up with these ideas and I have nothing to say, I have nothing to say and, I, you know, trying to make stuff up and we were always saying, but so much has yes. happened yeah. Just and now she finally sees <laughs> that she actually does have something to say and I like how she said there's all these little moments that didn't seem like big ones as they were happening but they really are big moments pay attention life's short people life is short and everything so, that happens yeah and and I love how in that moment you know she's like I love your teeth and your freckles <laughs> and your little teeth <laughs> all your you little know, side all teeth. this stuff and, and then they have like that moment she's like should we, we have, have sex, sex? And I love how they're like, no, and then Beyonce. I'm yes. feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. If they would have had sex, I would have, I'm, I'm happy they didn't do that. Because I was like, oh, gosh. You know, I know. Another fake I lesbian know. moment where she's going to, like, punk out right before she but starts going But also, I feel like that was such a big scene because I think that a lot of, especially with how open 
everyone is about sex now mm-hmm. on TV and, the, you know, everywhere all you see is sex, sex, sex. I think that that is kind of the thing that people go to. It's like if you're having a great time with somebody, oh, right. you automatically think, oh, well, that's the logical next thing. Now I'm attracted to you. That is a great point. So, so I love that they didn't Fun fact. Mm-hmm. Lena Dunham describes on when she was uh, suckling Ray's penis yeah. that the way she did it for the scene is she had to do it with her two thumbs. Oh, like sucking on the Yeah, oh, she, okay. she sucked on her thumbs to get that whole like to make it, uh-huh. to make the sounds or whatever, but uh-huh. she did not truly give him head. It was her thumbs. <laughs> She's like, it was the I, weirdest I, thing I on earth. I didn't think that she really gave him head. Of course. Head. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying like the secret of the, you know, yeah. secrets of the trade, yeah. like where no, they suck on so their, on their drunk. But, uh, you know, so anyhow, we just see that Tally is is opening up her eyes to the life that she truly is living. And even though there are some shitty moments and shitty friends, it's okay. Because, like, now she has something to write about. And that's when we see them walking down the stairs and they run into Jessa and Adam. It was like that awkward moment. Like, we were just talking about you guys. Like, that's what they were thinking in their head. And they were were completely high off their head. Yeah. And the fact that they, they were, she was able to laugh it off. And it motivated her. It inspired her. And so we see her coming into the second episode, I Love You Baby, where, you know, she's running. And, you know, she's just really motivated. Like, she's got, first of all, exercise just really, you know, it Have you heard of endorphins? Uh, You stole the word (laughs) right out of my mouth. I love that she was working out. Oh, my God. I'm so proud of her. And the endorphins open your creativity. I mean, if you get on a treadmill, if you're just walking in nature, going for a hike, all of a sudden you're seeing things different. And now she's inspired. And of course, you know, she her she comes to see that her parents are at the door. And of course, she was going home, but she was like, "Oh hell no!" I'm Wait, not but can we stop too. and talk about how she ran, stretched, ran, stretched, like ran, stretched? <laughs> hey, however you can get it done. Again. I'm Every just happy that is she good. is burning some calories. I was like, but that's another growth moment too, because we see how unhealthy she is. Yeah, she eats poorly i mean she doesn't work out she's very proud of her belly and so for her to actually just be taking some type of initiative towards her health i'm like okay this is another Mm -hmm. growth moment for her absolutely and uh you know her parents show up of course and and they're like calling her out and she's like look i'm doing this because of you guys like i need to clear my head you guys are driving me nuts and so we find them in their apartment in her apartment, and she's writing for The Moth, which is really exciting. Um, and, you know, she says to her parents, she's like, you guys are depressing. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what's wrong with you? Like, because she's in the zone. And Well, not only that, it's depressing to watch them settle for lives that they don't want. Right. Because they're and I feel scared. Like, yeah, I feel like it was so much deeper than that. And that's because she's going through this kind of aha that I don't want my life to be this way. People see me in this certain way that I just know that I'm not and I need to make a change and it sucks to watch you guys settle into these people that you don't even want to be. Of course. And of course, Tad says to her dad, Dad Tad says to her, <laughs> um, you know what, don't don't judge us. And she's like, you know what, I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to judge you because that's why I broke up with Fran because I was tired of being judged. She goes, all I ask is that you guys get better haircuts. <laughs> Like, she's so random. What? Well, her haircut was not all that in bag of chips either. I'm well, like, what? Her dad is gay and her mom's dressing like Pat Benatar. Like, I loved that Come comment, on. Actually. And so, you know, she she continues writing for her, her the moth thing, and then her parents are like, well, what is that? And she starts explaining that she's going to wear, like, a blazer with a belt with trinkets. Oh, Hannah. <laughs> I love that her mom took her shopping, because when she went, she looked really cute. Yeah, yeah she did. And the story that she tells... 
and the way that she told it, I thought was just so fantastic. Before we get into the story, I love the interaction at the, um, I love the interaction at the store where her mom is talking about like, oh, are your friends going to be there? And she's like, I don't know if my friends are going to be there. And they, she's like, they were well, the she whole says thing not with Jessa. Jessa. She goes, yeah. not Jessa for sure, whatever. And she goes, yeah, I had this friend, Can- uh, Candace, Cadence. I had this Cadence. friend, Cadence, Cadence, who, you know, stole my boyfriend from the debate team, this, that, whatever. Well, anyway, she came to get hit by a car. She's like, I was so happy she was dead. <laughs> she goes, <laughs> like, she was like, I wish that this happens for you, too. That not that I wish Jessa dead, but at the same time. I wouldn't time, be sad. <laughs> I wouldn't be sad. Cause it's like a release, like well, because well, it's like you. And the funniest part about the whole story is that she didn't even care about the guy. Like she, you know, did, she didn't even think about it was him because coming her back to friend life her. hurt her, and she just wanted her friend to pay. Well, fast forward to the mall at the moth. They're standing in this gigantic line. She finally makes it into the building, and uh, she she has to put her name in a hat. You know, her mom's like, how does this work? So, of course, Elijah. I love how he, like, just totally... Cut. I totally yeah. would have cut, too. I'm like, I'm not waiting this and line. Then he I goes like, I put your I put your name in the hat twice. <laughs> and the people that are regulars at the moth are pissed. Like, the one guy's like, seriously, should I be like you and put my name in there yeah. twice? I have a podcast. <laughs> I, I care. We have a podcast, too. <laughs> Download us, rate us, tell us what you think. Um, so, you know, it finally comes to her turn after several people going up, and she's about to go up with notes and this guy's like dude you can't go up with notes you're going to be disqualified and she goes up and she has this beautiful story of jealousy and it all comes down to and I like how she which says which was the theme of the I night. thought she was going to lose yeah. it when she couldn't use her cards I was going to be like oh, oh Hannah, no because yeah. you know what I'm so proud of her first of all what you write is one thing what you're feeling Especially, like, this is so dear to her. Like she said, this is a classic tale. What did she say? It's like Lord of the Rings. But she finally tells a, something that's true, true and yes. not something that she made up. Yes. And, and that's why that's she didn't the need difference. the card. If we look at how she used to storytell previously when she was in school mm-hmm. versus now, it's a huge difference. Because yes. before her audience, you know, her classmates, just they didn't believe it. They had so much doubt. Her presentation was not compelling and this time because of what you you know exactly what you said um kelly it's her truth so it's able to come from the heart and it's more compassionate you know where there's feeling behind it so because she believes it therefore we believe it yeah yeah it was so good well fast forward she talks about her jealousy with with adam and you know how how she's a mermaid and all this kind of stuff and how like <laughs> you know he she imagines him licking her elephant tramp stamp and her rosebud lips and and well, then and she tried to make herself mad about it and she couldn't well she said she goes you know what she goes i'm not sad I'm sad. I'm not angry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where it's the opposite for Adam and Jessa. They're, they're angry. angry. You know, they're angry over her. And she's not. She's like, I'm sad. She's like, so I left them a gift basket with this note. And, like, to me, I was like, she's being the bigger person once again. And she heard them fighting over her. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a little bit of gratification for in her sure. mind. Like, yeah. Like, they didn't just ride off into the sunset. Like, they're jacked up over it. And that's yeah. why she said, I'm finally free. And I think she also realized that her initial anger over that was more of a competitive wanting to be the winner, not that she necessarily was in love with Adam or wants him back. And so I think that's, too, why she just kind of, like, stepped away and actually didn't freak out and didn't turn into that 
basket case that she everyone expects no, her to be. No, because she knows that it's up to her to create the person she wants to be. And she can either be pissed off and let the world know it and hammer dead cat to the door. <laughs> Throw yeah. a bite through his window. Or she, can, <laughs> or she can be the bigger person. And she knows that her and Jess are going to come back together. They both know that. Mm-hmm. We'll get into prediction in just a moment. But I love how the season finale ended with all the montage of the different characters. We have Shoshana dancing with uh, Hermie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it was just like, it was like a growth there. Like, she mm-hmm. made something happen, and she made this guy happy and turned his shop around. And then we had Desi getting head by the groupie. <laughs> well, well, everyone kind of, like, showing just where they're at. Yeah. Desi obviously didn't grow. He's He is where he is. I love how Elijah and Mom are, like, sitting drinking a 40 <laughs> in the middle of the street. And, and he's like, I'm going to die having nothing. And she says, that, no, she says, I'm going to die having done nothing. He goes, so uh, am I. And I have so many more years. I've got, like, 80 years left. <laughs> My favorite line is, he goes, I'm three we- three beers away from from trying to bang you. Uh, I'll say the, pl- the proper thing instead yeah. of cursing at the store. And she, my, she goes, apparently you're my type. It's like the best. <laughs> you know, and then of course, Adam and Jessa, we see them in the end with, you know. And just she, their mess. Her landing strip. <laughs> and them in this like wreck of an apartment just, just shows like their mental state. They're both just a wreck. Yeah. I think but, the apartment was also a like reflection or metaphor of their relationship. The apartment oh, yeah. was destroyed and the relationship is as well. It's doomed. Well, we don't know that doomed. yet. And we'll then see. I love, you know, how Hannah in the end just runs off. Like she, it's that sense of freedom and you see it on mm-hmm. her face. Like these characters have all grown in such a way that it is refreshing. Even her, even her father got a little bit of liberation. Oh, that's yeah. right. Dad yeah. went to, to Booty Call's house. Yeah, he did. <laughs> so we'll see, we'll see kind of like where that goes. But I'm excited for the next season. I, You know, I was so happy that they finally showed some growth and, and, and it was really good. This was a good season. I mean, they've done a great job of keeping up the momentum of girls. Like, it hasn't, uh, there hasn't been a disappointing season yet. And no. that's really hard to do, yeah. but HBO has mastered that. Shall we do some brief yeah. predictions let's for season six? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Your After Buzz <laughs> TV predictions. Predictions, ladies. Where do you, what do you think? Okay, so I am with you. I think that Jessa and Hannah will make up. I think that, um, I don't think that her and Adam are going to last. I think mm. that they are. there's too much to forgive. They're too angry. And um, I think the ending left us with knowing that Hannah is at the center of it. And so they have to come back to her. They, you know, they openly admitted that there's like this love-hate, mm-hmm. but that's what friendship is. So she, they're going to make up. I think that all the girls are still going to be dependent on each other. I think Marnie is um, going to... It, continue to not respect her relationship with Ray. Or with but, anyone. Uh, right. But I, I, but I also think that uh, she does have a real love for him. I yeah. think it's going to grow. I think the relationship is going to blossom. And I just think that that's who Marnie is. I don't think that she is a considerate or thoughtful person. But I think that Ray is going to constantly have to check her. Mm-hmm. He's just happy to have her back right now. Check yourself yeah. before you wreck yourself. For sure. All right, Kelly, what do no, you think? No, I mean, I like agree with a lot of that. I'm I'm just I'm more excited just to kind of see where it goes and I feel like the way that they handled all the situations was 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 fun and it was not what I expected, which was great. Well, my hope is that Hannah continues to grow as an individual. 
I think that Adam and Jessa may actually work out if they work on it because mm-hmm. like attracts like and they're both batshit. Um, <laughs> Marnie, yes, will take advantage of Ray and leave him in the dust. And so Sean is just going to continue to grow as a human being and we'll see what happens with Elijah. Will he or will he not grow? Go on <laughs> to our iTunes, rate us, download us. Tweet at us at AfterBuzzTV. You can tweet at me, Miriam L. Gonzalez. Find me on Instagram at MiriamG1. Ladies. Uh, you can find me at Kelly with an IE079. And you can play with my Twitter or stroke my Instagram at SpicyMotty. We will see you Next during season. season six. We oh. look forward to it. Next time with girls. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 